Good evening, Rabbi Isai. We began last night, Cheshbin number 11, Achad Asar, which the Chavazavavas told us we should make an accounting. Simply make a Cheshbin Hanefesh. Make an accounting of one's soul. Make an accounting, whether it's on a daily basis, a weekly, a monthly basis, in his marshal that he gave as an allergy for the king who gives a certain amount of money for his servant to use and it has specific conditions of what he's allowed to use it for. And at the end of the time, in his case it was a year's time, the king is going to make an accounting with him and let me see what did you spend, let me see your expenditures for the sake of the king and the kingdom or your own personal use. Now obviously... We have to understand that this, the Mesilus Yisharim tells us clearly. There's no question that a person is allowed to use some of the money, in other words, some of his time, some of his kaiches, some of his strengths, to enjoy this world. And the Mesilus Yisharim says this very clearly, that the world is here to be at the disposal of man. Man is the pinnacle of creation, and everything in the world is there to serve man. However, it's a delicate balance. Because if the person indulges in the world too much, and derives pleasure in the world too much, which takes him away, and he becomes distant from Hashem, then Hashem says, what happened? You were supposed to be connected to me. But if a person does not use the world for its pleasures, in a, an instant, in, in a time where he needed to, and then he, he's not able to serve Hashem properly, then that's also considered a sin. So let's explain with a simple example. Kodesh Baruch who gave wonderful food in the world. Well, that's because a person has to eat to be able to sustain himself and nourish himself, to be healthy, to then serve Hashem properly. Hashem created sleep to be able to rest our weary bones, rest our mind, get a, 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 a night's sleep, to be able to then have Kriyach for the next morning. But Hashem put that into this world. So a person could do it with the, with the right cheshbon and say, okay, I need this amount of time to sleep in order to be able to serve Hashem properly. For some people, four hours of sleep and night is enough, that's it. And they're up and uh, starting to go. Other people need eight hours. But if a person is saying, you know, I'm just bored, I have nothing to do now. All right, let me just sleep. So that's not for his own, for the purpose of the king, it's not to strengthen him, it's just because he has nothing else to do. On that, the king's going to say to him, you know, I could have found things for you to do. You know, you could have helped other people, you could have learned a little bit, you could have said to Hillam, you could have called your uh, mother-in-law to say hello, you could have called the, the shul office to see if they need help. There's so many things that we could use our time with. And that is the balance. So even here, the king says, I'm going to take an accounting of all the money at the end of the year. That doesn't mean you can't spend anything on yourself, of course. You could use the money, buy yourself lunch, because you need to eat lunch. What does that help the king? Oh, it doesn't help the king directly. But it gives the person strength that enables him then to serve the king. And this is, again, it's a very delicate balance. But ultimately... All the time is really belongs to Hashem. 
And if I'm using the time in order to be able to strengthen myself, whether it means physically to take care of myself, or even just to give myself a healthy outlet, just to be a person needs just to clear his mind. Take a walk. Not taking a walk necessarily for exercise. It's going to help my heart rhythm. I just need to take a little bit of a I just need to clear my mind. I need to do, do some recreational stuff. Go take beautiful photos of, uh, of Hashem's creation. Things of the like. Just to give the person a little bit of a, of a calmness. If, it's, if that's the point, and it's not just, you know what, I want to say, God, I need to check out a little bit. I'll, I'll be back in a few hours. That's where Hashem gets upset. But if, if the person says, you know what, I, I, I'm still with Hashem. I'm going to be with Him always. I'm going to take Him along with me on vacation. Tell you that tell that to your wife. She says, three's a crowd. Never with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We take Him along on a vacation. We say, I need a vacation now. I need a little bit of a break. Hashem says, that's fine. So that has to be incorporated over here. I'll tell you just something tremendous Kiddush from the Vilna Gain we mentioned in Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara tells us in Ksubis, that when Rabbeinu HaKadosh died, Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, when he died, he lifted up his ten fingers on his deathbed, Bishas Petirosek. He lifted up his ten fingers and he says, Rabbeinu Shalelo, Goloi v'yaduwa lafanecha. You know it's revealed before you. I didn't derive any pleasure from this world, Hashem, not even my pinky. Wow, what a statement. I didn't derive any pleasure from this world. Sounds like he was like a celibate, like he, he was just refrained from everything. Only just davened, only learned. But Teisvis has a kasha. Teisvis and Avedi Zoradaf Yeralev says, the Gemara there says that one of the the similarities between Antoninus and Rebbe was their great wealth. And both being princes, a king, an emperor, dignitaries, wealthy people, that they never ceased to have delicacies. Tznoin v'chazeres. They had radishes and lettuce in the summertime, in the wintertime. Even when it wasn't in season, they had it at their table. Saisa says, how could Rebbe say such a statement? I didn't derive any pleasure in this world. Clearly, the Gemara says that he had delicious foods at his table all the time. So Taisva says he had it for the other people. But he didn't partake. That's what Taisva says. Comes along the Vilna Gain. Many hundreds of years later from Taisva. But we know the Vilna Gain was equaled, so said his Talmud Rebchaim Balazhin. He says the Vilnagan was a throwback to the generations of the Rishainim. And we have a suffix, was he like the Ramban or like the Rajba? But he was like one of the Rishainim. And if Rabchaim Elijah said that, the Vilnagan himself knew that, and that's why he was very comfortable arguing at times with Son of the Rishainim. We have no right to do that. Most people can't. But the Vilnagan, he was blessed with such a Neshama. That Hashem said, I even in this generation, but he would have been great even if he lived 600, 700 years before that. The Vilnagain says, I have a different terrorist to Taisvis Kasha. On the one hand, the Gemara says, Rebbe says, I didn't derive any pleasure in this world. On the other hand, the Gemara says, he always had a table full of Epicurean delicacies.
How could that be? Says the Vilna Gain, indeed, Rebbe did eat and partake from the food. But whenever he did so, it was always L'Shem Shamayim. It was never just for the sake of, ah, let me get sink my teeth into this delicious apple pie. Rebbe says, right now I need to eat to nourish myself. Right now I need to have a little bit something sweet. We don't know. Rebbe was a, it was a malach like him. We don't know. But when the guy is saying that all the pleasure that he derived, he did take pleasure from this world. And he did eat from that tznayin v'chazeres, from those delicacies on his table. But he only did so in the right measurement, and he did so for the sake of heaven. That means whatever he needed to eat, whenever he wanted to eat, it was always with a cheshben. It was always calculated that he needed this right now for the betterment of himself to serve Hashem. And if a person does that his whole life, he could say at the end of his lifetime, I lift my fingers, I never derive pleasure. Meaning, personal pleasure, I never derived. I was never distant from Hashem. I never checked out. Say, Hashem, right now I need some time for myself. I'll be back. I'll see you at Chakras. That we don't have. When a person checks out and sort of zones Hashem out and he goes into divulgent to some of the pleasures of the world for its own sake, for his own sake, that's where Hashem says, we'll make an accounting. But if he uses the world and its pleasures in order to enable him to serve Hashem better, obviously in permissible pleasures, then it's considered not only permissible to do, but it's a mitzvah to do. It's an obligation to do. So that's his marshal here, that a person who was given a certain amount of money, every month he'll certainly make sure that uh, he does an accounting, make sure he's using the money properly. So we continue again this paragraph, and in this analogy, this equation, my brother, if you're going to make an accounting every day, huh, that would be the best. If every day we can make a cheshman, and like the Vilna Gaid used to make himself, every day he made accounting. You know, was he just read a Maisa about Rabbi Shal Salanter? Shal Salanter once got a cold, and he was beside himself. So they said, Rebbe, what's the problem? You know, people get colds. So he quoted the Pasuk of Mishle, that colds are brought about through stubbornness. So he says, I'm trying to think, where was I stubborn? Where did I do something that showed my stubbornness that because of that, Hashem sent me this cold? And he couldn't figure it out until he went through his whole cheshben and he saw it. there was no area that he was stubborn, there was no incident that he was stubborn. And he says, okay, must be Hashem is just giving me this for uh, maybe a kapora. And he was, he was calmed down. But that's people like that were able to always be cognizant of what they were doing and how they were doing things that's beyond us. If we can make a cheshben once in a while, we'll be, we'll be uh, all the better for ourselves. Always think about Avedis Hashem. But now he says a beautiful thing. He says, Even if you let weeks and months go by, perhaps years, has gone by and we didn't make an accounting. But this is the mushroom we gave about grabbing apples. Whatever's left. 
But I'll tell you a beautiful Pshat in Rashi. Rashi says in Parshish Kisobai, Today Hashem is commanding you to do. Rashi says, Today? Today Hashem is commanding you to do? They received the Torah 40 years ago. This is Mesh Rabbeinu's last year. It's the 40th year of the desert. Today Hashem commanded you? So Rashi says, Every day should be as if it's new. And the simple pshat is, every day we should go with vigor to do Hashem's will and the mitzvahs as if it was just given today, as if it was the first time we do it, even though we've been doing it so often. Another pshat is, every day should be a new day. That means I missed yesterday. Yesterday was a, was a, was a down day. Yesterday was just not a good day. <laughs> Too many Averis. Yesterday I didn't make a Cheshben and Nefesh. Last week I didn't make a Cheshben and Nefesh. The last few weeks I haven't made a Cheshben and Nefesh. Says Rashi, Today Hashem is commanding you. Today has nothing to do with the last yesterday or last few weeks. Today is a new day. Make the Cheshben today. The says the Chavis of Abbasval, Tidlik Achar Hahaloma. Bahaloma. Don't say, well, since I already missed it, I'll miss it again. That's such a atzas hayetzer. The Yetzirah convinces us to do that. Listen, come on. You already missed the day. What are you going to do? You think you're going to get a little bit now? Forget about it. You haven't made a cheshbon and anavash till now. And all of a sudden you're going to start? That's what the Chavazavavas knows that the Yetzirah is going to try to convince us. And don't do that. The Tirtiv Hanukkah Listen, I left it already so long. Forget about it. I'll just leave it. Let it just, my cheshben and average will collect dust. He says, that's not the way it is. It's not the way it is, the way it is that Hashem never forgets. If Hashem doesn't forget, we shouldn't forget either. And therefore, even if we missed the day, and even if we left it, and even if we procrastinated, we ignored it until now, we could start now. You know what? And even if it's just one day, just one day, I made a cheshben and nefesh. I said, you know, let me see. Hmm. Have I been, have I been very careful with my time? Have I been careful in terms of take one area of life, whether it's davening, whether it's my learning of the Torah, whether it's giving tzedakah, whether it's doing tshuva? Make a cheshben somewhere. Just take one little area of life to make a cheshben. That's that. At least the the king will see. Look, at least at least he's trying. He's trying to to not be just haphazard about the whole thing. He's trying to be careful about at least one area of what he's supposed to do for the king. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be satisfied with us. And about the one who doesn't do that, oh, then he brings a passing to Hillam that is such a powerful marshal that Mitzvah Shem we shall see tomorrow night. Agutanacht.